It's 6 p.m. and you are tuned to your community radio station, KVMR FM Nevada City, KCPC Camino. Today is Friday, March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm Kelly Reese and this is your KVMR Evening News. What do you think of when you hear the name San Quentin? For most, the state prison's reputation precedes itself. But Governor Gavin Newsom has some big plans to change that. This story and more up ahead on the California Report. We've got a look at your local weather forecast. Before KVMR's Felton Pruitt speaks with Americana and bluegrass musician Rita Hosking. Hosking plays the Wild Eye Pub this Sunday, March 19th. And three KVMR titans of radio come together live in the studio to round out the next half hour. Stay tuned, you're not going to want to miss it. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Governor Newsom will visit San Quentin Prison today, where he'll unveil a proposal to transform the grim and aging lockup into a rehabilitation facility aimed at preparing inmates for their release. KQED politics correspondent Marisa Lagos has more. San Quentin is California's oldest prison and among its most infamous. It's home to about 3,900 maximum security inmates, including nearly 700 on death row. Now, Newsom wants to convert the 171-year-old lockup into a world-class rehabilitation center, based loosely on what's known as the Scandinavian or Norway model. It's an approach that aims to ensure people getting out of prison have what they need to succeed, from therapy to education and job training, so they won't return to prison after being released. Advocates for criminal justice reform cheered the news, saying that California can both save taxpayers money and make communities safer by ensuring that people being released from prison are prepared to lead productive lives on the outside. Jay Jordan is CEO of the national group Alliance for Safety and Justice. We're actually going to have solutions where people can, if they have to go to prison, they're going places to get what they need to stop the cycles of crime. Details on the transition still need to be ironed out by a working group. Newsom has earmarked $20 million to help aid the transition, money lawmakers will have to approve. For the California Report, I'm Marisa Lagos. In the community of Pajaro on the Central Coast, thousands of people were evacuated after a nearby levee broke almost a week ago. Some of them are now starting to trickle back home. KQD's labor correspondent Farida Javala Romero reports from Pajaro. The water in Pajaro has receded significantly, but cars still sit half-submerged in parking lots. Debris litters the deserted streets. Sister Rosa Dolores Rodriguez returned to her nonprofit, Casa de la Cultura Center, to find the water left a mark on the brick walls, two feet up from the ground. So that must have been as high as the water got. And as she opens the front door... It's a lot of mud. She finds a shiny, thick layer of mud covering the floor inside. I'm okay. I'm okay. At least I have an idea. The whole community will need lots of help to recover, she says. Just outside of Pajaro, agricultural fields are lakes now, shimmering in the sun. Thousands of acres of strawberry fields have been lost to the flooding, leaving many farm workers in the region out of work indefinitely at the start of harvesting season. No work, no work. But still they have to... Uh, eat and pay the rent and, you know, the, the expenses. How are they going to do that? Those are the very questions keeping longtime farm worker Juana Juarez awake at night. The single mom and her three kids have been sleeping in a relative's crowded house nearby. She tried going to one of the county shelters, but it was full. More shelters have opened up since then, but she didn't know about them when I talked to her. Me siento muy triste estando fuera de mi casa sabiendo que... 
We have nothing, she says, as tears stream down her face. I feel like I've hit bottom. She was expecting to start work in March. Now she's staring down months of no income. On a tour of the area earlier this week, Governor Gavin Newsom acknowledged how vulnerable Pájaro is. Many of the displaced farm workers are undocumented, so they're not eligible for unemployment benefits or FEMA assistance unless someone in their household is a U.S. citizen or legal immigrant. Newsom said the nonprofit United Way has secured $42 million from the U.S. Department of Agriculture to aid flooded farm workers. And they're starting to send out $600 checks for farm workers, regardless of their immigration status. Turns out these funds are COVID relief money the USDA awarded months ago to United Way. And the organization says only about 300000 will be distributed in Monterey County in $600 cash cards. But applications are not open yet. Juana Juarez says even if she can get her hands on one of those cards, it won't be near enough. She'll have to cover the cost of replacing all the things she lost in the flooding. Her car, furniture, electronics, clothes. She's not even sure, to be honest, because most people have not been allowed back yet into the town. Until authorities can check the safety of buildings and other infrastructure, like running water. So farm workers from the adjacent town of Watsonville are coming in to help. They raise donations in social media, and they're dropping bags of clothes. Jessica Ortiz fears she won't have work either, but she's paid for chicken and rice, pizza and cookies for people in need this week. We have to help each other, she says, to make it through this crisis. For the California Report, I'm Farida Javala Romero. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation. Accepting nominations now for the 2024 James Irvine Foundation Leadership Awards at irvineawards.org. Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. Stanfordmedicine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web at 11thHourRacing.org. And that's the California Report for Friday, March 17th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Jim Bennett, Christopher Beal, Catherine Monahan, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Izzy Bloom and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Erica Kelly. Our vice president of news is Ethan Tobin Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, and let's talk on Monday. Let's take a look at your forecast from the National Weather Service. For those in Grass Valley and Nevada City, tonight mostly cloudy with a low around 38 degrees. Saturday, increasing clouds with a high near 60. A 40% chance of showers later Saturday night after 11 p.m. and a low around 42 degrees. Sunday, showers with a high near 47. Breezy with winds up to 22 miles per hour. Sunday night, the chance of precipitation is 80% with a low around 40 degrees. In Truckee and Lake Tahoe, Tonight, mostly cloudy with a low around 21 degrees. Saturday, increasing clouds with a high near 47. 
a 20% chance of snow showers after 11 p.m. on Saturday night with a low around 28 degrees. Sunday, snow showers before 2 p.m., then rain and snow showers with a high near 40. Snow showers continue into the evening on Sunday with a low around 27 degrees. Chance of precipitation is 80% with 2 to 4 inches of snow expected. The National Weather Service has issued a winter storm watch for the Truckee Lake Tahoe region, in effect late Sunday night through Wednesday morning. Although the Meteorology Service says they're waiting for more intel on the approaching storm, they are confident that another impactful winter storm is making its way to the region early next week. And in Sacramento and Woodland, tonight partly cloudy with a low around 41 degrees. Saturday, increasing clouds with a high near 69 degrees, a 30% chance of showers after 11 p.m. Saturday night, with a low around 52. Sunday, showers with a high near 57 degrees. Sunday night sees a low around 49. You're listening to the Evening News on KVMR. Next, Americana and bluegrass musician and longtime Strawberry Music Festival alum Rita Hosking sits down with KVMR's Felton Pruitt. We're talking with Rita Hosking. She's going to be playing at the Wild Eye Pub this Sunday, March 19th, going on at 6 o'clock, and she'll be there with Sean Feeder. Are you going to bring anyone else, Rita? You know, a wonderful friend of ours and esteemed musical genius, Miss Kathy Barwick, is going to meet us there for, I think, the last half the second set. She's going to be sitting in on guitar, and we're super excited about that. So what have you been writing lately, or have you been writing anything lately? Yes, I am writing. A lot of my attention has been turned to climate issues, to climate mitigation and, you know, wildfire mitigation and forests and... um, you know, things that we're all dealing with now that are here. So, you know, I like to try and be current, and that's what's going on in my head. So that's a lot of the stuff I'm writing about now. We're talking with Rita Hosking. She's going to be playing with Sean Feeder at the Wild Eye Pub this Sunday at 6 p.m. And also, I think we might be seeing your presence at the Strawberry Music Festival in May up at the uh, fairgrounds here in Grass Valley. (laughs) That's right. We'll never miss a strawberry. That's my policy. And uh, I've been I've been involved there enough now. They've somehow decided to, to throw me up on stage and emcee the evening sets. And I'm so honored. And so that's lots of fun to be there doing that in the evening. So, yeah, if you haven't been to Strawberry, it is now at the Grass Valley, you know, at the Nevada County Fairgrounds in Grass Valley. And it's, um, what is it, Memorial Day weekend? Yeah. And... Um, fantastic music but it's also you know it's it's about the community too it's about being somewhere where everyone feels safe to be themselves and be inspired and be respected and i really love it there i'm going to give people some insight onto into the background story of some of this stuff the strawberry hog broadcasts the strawberry music festival i've been part of the hog since it started and i, I had to develop sort of an esp with dallas dobro the original mc to know when he was going to come out and actually start the introduction for the band. And then Dallas, once we got that down, he would like try and fool us, and he'd walk out and then go back and walk out just to mess with us. In the last couple of years now, we've been working with you, and it's a delight to work with you, I have to say. And you, you sing some of the introductions. <laughs> yeah, well, that's my... my you know, um, I'm one of those people that can remember things better if there's a melody. 
So uh, that's one way I've gotten through school. I think when I took my intensive Arabic course in college, my assignment was to learn the Arabic alphabet in one night. You know, the next day we had to recite it in class. And I, I was the only person that had to sing it. <laughs> so I was so embarrassed. I waited to the end to raise my hand. But anyway, yeah, uh, music to me is um, not just a pleasure. It's a necessity. And working with you guys is, is, is great. You know, when I first started, I remember one of you handed me a radio and said, hey, you know, you can use this to let us know when you're coming out. So great. And then completely forgot about it. <laughs> and then after that, I realized, okay, so I'm not reliable with the radio. I'll just wave my arms around. Yeah. <laughs> and then I started forgetting to do that. So I'm really glad that we've created some, some kind of uh, mental telepathy between the hog and the stage. I don't know how it happened, but thank you, Felton, for your part in it. I was going to explain to people that when they see you on stage and you are jumping up and down waving, that's you're waving at us. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get her. And most of the time we pay attention. Sometimes, you know, there's other things going on. But it's a, delight, right. <laughs> it's a delightful uh, working relationship, and we look to, forward to growing it with you over the next 10 years, 20 years, however long. Likewise. Yeah. So what else is going on in Rita Hosking's life now? Let's see what else is going on. I know you bought property up in the Rough and Ready area. Yeah, it's actually Pitney Springs area. Okay. Um, and we have that. And so when we come up, we, we just camp there in our little trailer. And we love being a part more of the community as much as we can. We've always felt a great affection for the community. And my both of us have history there. You know, my husband, Sean, went to high school at John Woolman high school over there off Jones Bar Road uh-huh. when it was a Quaker high school. So that's one reason why we picked a property kind of near there because he felt close to that area. And then my family, my great grandparents are buried just up the road at Greenwood Cemetery off Rough and Ready Highway because um, they lived in Grass Valley and my great grandpa was a chief mine mechanic at Empire Mines. Yeah. So uh, to us, it's, you know, it's, definitely a second home and we love coming there and have such a wonderful music community that um, we can't stay away. We've been talking with Rita Hosking. She's coming to the Wild Eye Pub this Sunday at 6 p.m. Rita, we can't wait to have you here. We always welcome you and Sean. Thank you, Felton. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's our newscast for this Friday, March 17th. One bit of St. Patrick's Day fun before we sign off. KVMR's Celtic Festival is back and tickets just went on sale today. Head to kvmr.org for more info. KVMR gets support from generous listeners like you and Fur Traders, downtown Nevada City since 1973, now under new local ownership. Offering leatherware, also premium footwear brands from casual to colorful, with expanded offerings in men and women's clothing. BroadStreetFurTraders.com. Coming up at 6.30, it's the return of Between Gears with your hosts, Hap Hazard and Michael Keane. Then at 7, it's Democracy Now! with host Amy Goodman. The KVMR Evening News is produced by KVMR News Director Claudio Mendoza. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Kelly Reese, signing off. Happy St. Patrick's Day.